0: Hello, MavMind Collective, and welcome to another episode of the Sales Show. Today, we're going to be understanding situational leadership. If you're in a leadership role and you're leading a team, situational leadership could be one of the most important concepts to enable you to be successful with that team. It took me a while to figure it out, even though I was even formally trained in uh, actual situational leadership. It took me actual experience with a team, uh, leading them in situational ways to understand what that really means. Okay, So I'm just going to explain the concepts today so you can understand it. But you might want to study it. You might even want to enroll in actual training on situational, situational leadership in order to really fully understand it. But I think that uh, if you don't do that, at least you understand this concept and keep it in the back of your mind. So that way you can behave in a very subconscious way with your team when it's appropriate uh, without even thinking about it. If you do it naturally, great. If not, then you need to practice a skill to where you can repeatedly use the techniques that I'm gonna share today in order to eventually become subconscious where you just do it naturally without thinking about it, which is subconscious behavior, right? You make it something you do naturally all the time by repetition, okay? That's what I've had to do, is exhibit and exercise this behavior consciously in order to to make it a a subconscious behavior that I do all the time with my team. So uh, before you can do that, you have to understand the concept. So the concept is in any particular task or situation with a task involved or a project involved and someone on your team has to perform that task and you've delegated that task to that person, the situation will dictate how you lead them through that task. Okay? The situation will dictate how you will lead them. So in other words, you can't apply your leadership style to every situation because then you're only gonna get one out of every four correct. The other three, won't be there. it won't be the right leadership style, the right leadership approach for them to be successful. Okay? So you have to consider where they are in the task what level of knowledge the person has that's performing the task, and then you got to figure out which leadership style you should apply or what type of leadership you should apply in that moment with that particular situation or scenario with that person in that task. Okay, so it, it, like I said, it takes a little bit of work at, up front if you've never done this before, but eventually you get to where you just naturally see it and you can just do it all the time. So. So there's four different types of scenarios, typically, that someone's in. And it kind of aligns, if you think about it, it aligns with the progression of someone learning a new task all the way to becoming an expert at that task, okay? Starts with them being never doing the task before, having some familiarity with the task, performing the task a couple times, and eventually performing it thousands of times, okay? It's that type of, you can think of it like that what stage are they in with regards to the task that you're uh, assigning them and then you apply the leadership uh, for that situation so the first one here i have is it's if they've never performed the task before then you're going to perform the task for them you're going to do it you will do the task and they will just watch you it's called shadowing they'll shadow behind you you know it's kind of like you're in front and they're your shadow they're behind you watching you you don't expect them to do the task you don't expect them to Um, to own the task because they've never done it before so it's unrealistic to expect that they're gonna know what to do in that situation so you want to do and perform the task correctly let them watch you you could document it for them let them follow the steps they can watch you what do the steps but you're ultimately executing on the task so it could be a simple process it could be a very complex task whatever it is but you're gonna do it they're gonna watch And they're going to learn and then you're going to discuss it and do what's called debriefing afterwards where you say, hey, did you see what I did? Do you have any questions about what I did? Is there any part of that you don't understand about what I did when you were watching me do and complete the task? And you work through with them and help them understand. So you let them just kind of absorb the knowledge as they're watching you and don't expect them to know what you're doing until they've seen seen you do it once or twice maybe. Okay. Now, the second, second uh, phase they move into typically is they've watched you done, do it one time or twice or whatever, however many times you feel comfortable doing it before you kind of reverse it around and then you become their shadow. It's called reverse shadowing where you say, now you are going to do the task and I'll watch you and I'll reverse shadow, watch you, and I'll make sure that you're doing it correctly. So what you're going to do is they're going to do the task, but you're like right over their shoulder watching them, guiding them. OK, so you still don't expect them to know all the steps, but you're going to let them try and maybe make a mistake and fail a little bit because you want them to learn. Everyone, all of us learn from our failures when we kind of trip and kind of, but you don't want them to fall. Don't let them fall. Let, just let them trip a little bit and get, get a little embarrassed. Oh, I didn't know just calm them down and say it's okay comfort them it's fine it's safe it's okay I understand you've never done this before that's okay here's here's what you do next now do that and you're kind of coaching them and guiding them as they complete the task for the first time themselves okay so that's the leadership you want to provide so some people have said Maverick isn't that like micromanaging? well in some ways it kind of is when you're doing the task or when you're kind of showing them and kind of you might need they might need you to micromanage them in that particular situation Not all the time. None of us, none of us want to be micromanaged all the time. But if it's a new task that I've never done before, absolutely, I want my manager to micromanage. Make sure I do it right. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. Help me feel safe to go through and that I'm not going to be reprimanded. But I'm also, my boss isn't going to do it for me every time. He or she's only doing it for me this one time so I can learn. So that's okay to micromanage in that particular situation. It's totally fine, acceptable. And it's actually expected in my mind. I'm always thinking about it in those terms. So once they've done the task a couple times themselves and I've watched, now I'm gonna delegate the task to them again, but I'm just gonna support them. I'm gonna say, if you need me, let me know, but I'm not gonna watch you anymore. But if you need me, I'm here. I'm here, I'll jump in and I'll be happy to help you and guide you anytime you want. Because they may not know all the pieces but they feel comfortable enough to try to do it on their own without you watching. So you let them do it. And then if they run into a problem, they need to know and feel comfortable that they can ask you for support and that you're not going to be upset that you're going to be like, yeah, that's fine. So you provide what's called support leadership. You're leading them in a supportive way versus uh, guiding them or versus doing it for them, which is the first two. So the third way is you're just supporting them and you're just on call call me. If you need me, ping me, I'll be, I'll jump right on and I'll help you. But don't struggle longer than you need to. But give them the room to kind of figure it out and maybe struggle a little bit because they'll learn faster, they'll learn more effectively, they'll get better at it, and they'll they'll have a sense of confidence if they can get through it without your help. They can get through it. They'll feel confident, and, they'll, and then they'll end up being very, very successful from that point on with that particular task. And then the last stage or the last one is where you don't have to do anything. You just delegate to them, and it's completely hands-off. So you want to just... Have them do it on their own. When you get to that point, let them do it on their own. Now, here's the mistake that a lot of leaders make. If they don't know about these four stages and understanding the different types of ways of supporting their, the individuals on their team in their tasks in these different leadership ways, situationally. They will expect that if someone's done a task and they're the top performer on the team. So imagine right now the top performer on your team right now, the top performer, you can give them anything and they can just do it wrong you can give them a task that they've never done before and they may not have the courage to tell you look i don't know how to do this they're not going to admit it because they're seen as the top performer everyone sees them as the leader of the team of experts on your team so don't put them in that position where they have to like blindly try to figure out new tasks that they're scared of maybe even but they they won't They're more scared of sharing it with you and admitting that they don't know. So they're really in the stage one where they really need you to do it first, but they're afraid to ask because they're seen as the leader that they always do everything on their own and they're great at everything and there's nothing they can't do that will be successful. Wrong. There's plenty of tasks that they're not going to be able to do and that they will actually maybe do wrong, do incorrectly. You don't want that. You're a reflection of your team's performance. You're rated by their success. So jump in and micromanage them and do it for them when you need to, even if they're an expert and they're the top performer on the team. Just make it about the particular task. Frame it as, I know you're an expert. I know you're good at all these things, but in this case, you've never done this before. So I'm gonna show you how to do it first. And I'm gonna micromanage you on the next part when you do it the first time and then I'm gonna back off as you get good at it and I'm gonna let you do it and get comfortable with it. So you want them to feel safe and comfortable that they can do the tasks that you give them even if they're a top performer, if they've never done it before. Let it be okay, make it okay for them. Help them to feel comfortable that it's okay to say, I don't know how to do this and I need your help. That is a number one key thing that at a subconscious level, you have to make sure that they feel comfortable subconsciously, that they can approach you and ask for that help or ask for that situational leadership depending on the specific situation, no matter how successful, how veteran they are, how mature they are, or how experienced they are, or how new they are too. In either case, you've gotta make it safe for everyone on your team to complete whatever task it is so you can be successful as their leader.